Hey everybody, me and Kick sit down and talk about Utes, one of the hottest projects coming out in the NFT space, specifically on Solana. It's in the D-Gods ecosystem. We talk about the application process to get on the allow list and why we're interested in the project. We also talk about crypto gaming, the past, present, and future. And then Node actually joins us and we discuss some of the more Node-oriented subjects like generative art. Overall, it's a great show. Nice Friday closeout. And as usual all of our content is sponsored by ftx you can sign up at the nifty.com slash ftx or with the code the nifty on your ftx mobile app in this episode we are talking about utes the hottest project on solana and really creeping up as one of the hottest projects in the overall nft space uh and also going to talk about crypto gaming past present and future as well as some other stories in the nft space as usual if you enjoy this content hit the thumbs up hit the like Smash the subscribe button. It really helps us out. And as always, nothing in this video is financial advice. We are not financial advisors. The NFT space is insanely risky. So always do your own research. Captain Kicks, King Kicks, how you doing? Happy Friday. We're talking about Utes. So for people that don't know, Utes is the next project that's coming out in the D-Gods ecosystem. Okay, so this is one of the most notable projects on Solana. I was just actually accepted onto uh, the Ute list, which is the allow list for Utes. I know you were thinking about applying. You know, have you noticed a lot of buzz surrounding this project? Like, what are what are your thoughts? Yeah, noticing a lot of buzz around this project. My team's in negotiations with their team, working through some details. You know, um, you know, I think we'd both like to work together, but you know, it's it's got to be a win win. You know, for for. Uh, you know, me to, you know, get into, uh, the, the youths, just kidding. Um, I, dude, I really like the art. I, I, I think it's cool. Yeah. I think that they kind of took like some sort of foundation. Well, basically, so for people that don't know the first project D gods, uh, it had some tech innovation in it that I think was at first perceived as a negative by the market. And then it ended up being, uh, well, they, they just ended up undoing any sort of negativity. And this is coming from like the story as Easy's kind of told it to me. And they became the, the most notable project pretty much on Solana, like definitely the story of the NFT space. I believe the floor price for D-Gods is seven or eight Ethereum equivalent. So the equivalent of like a doodles. And... Now you can kind of see some of the firepower that they have. I mean, look at this website. I know it doesn't feel like all that much, but like all these different art styles, like at the end of the day, they're clearly able to deploy capital and execute. And that's what I think that you're you're seeing here. And it's it's developing. Like that one's cool right there. Yeah, they're all cool. And the fonts and like Because I never style. really vibed with the art from D-Gods. Like, obviously, they did fantastic things, right? So, like, I'm not trying to disrespect. The, but just, like, the art style never was, like, really what I would, like, rock as a profile pick. But, like, right. this art style, I would 100% uh, rock as a profile pick. Um, it's more polished and refined. Yeah, yeah. So, I'll definitely look at, uh, look at playing this uh, for sure. I wonder if it comes out... Uh, uh, if it comes out revealed right away or if there's like a going to be like a, a reveal process. Um, but I mean, yeah, I mean, you know, they're going to have like a lot of holders and a lot of people talking about it just by the application process that they're doing. So from a from a marketing perspective, you know, it it, it, it seems like they're hitting this good. 
Yeah, they have their Ute paper here that that details, you know, the IP and everything like that. I mean, you know, they're building out the Ute store. The thing that I want, so like the thing that Manny V, shout out to Manny V, portal holder, an active member in the Soul Trade section of the Portal Discord. Manny V uh, references the fact that Frank, which is one of the, he's one of the co-founders of D-God's young guy. My understanding is in his like uh, early to mid twenties, um, is a graduate of Y Combinator, which is obviously, you know, a, a pr pretty big deal. Um, and, you know, Manny brings that up a lot. I think it's significant. I don't think it's the most significant thing in the world, but at the same time, it definitely is significant. And the D-Gods ecosystem, they're, they're constantly trying to push forward technological innovation, do things that other people have not done before, and really run like a Web3 business. This is not like an NFT project, right? This is like an effort to be a Web3 business. And if you ask Frank... He'll tell you that uh, they want to make a an NFT collection that competes with like the like the the likes of Board Ape Yacht Club. Literally, like that's what he will tell you. He I've heard him say it on a, on a show before. And so they are shooting for the stars, and they are trying to compete across chain. They don't consider this a Solana project. They just consider it an NFT project. And um, I mean, look, it's exciting, man. Uh, I think Easy's the best person to ask about this. I'm sure that he'll be talking about this on his show, Solana Made Easy, and on the YouTube channel Easy Eats Bodega. That's that's now officially launched. But yeah, that's kind of the long and short of my impression of Utes is that you can expect some technological innovation, this thing like the Utes um, store and everything like that. Um, so yeah, I, I love I love that because how how you could describe it then is that D Gods is Board API Club and Utes is mutant, but instead this time it's the opposite at least for me where like the Utes aesthetically are are cooler. Mm -hmm. um, so according to my math, I'm a buyer in the forty to fifty soul range here. And what math is that? That uh, if uh, that it should hold the same ratio, like almost the same ratio, maybe, maybe a little tighter because I think it's only 15K supply, but um, same ratio as like Board API Club to Mutants, D Gods to Utes. And that's like a, you know, roughly a 15 to 20%. Uh, you know, Mutants is 15 to 20% of Board API Club in terms of price. So, like, uh, if D gods is at 276 floor right now, like 18.5% of that is like 51 soul. Um, but you'd assume maybe D guides drops a little bit, um, after this comes out. Well, um, but people that own D gods still have to pay for this. It's mm, not an yeah. airdrop. They still have to pay for it. They just get access to it. What's, what's the cost? I believe it's 0.33 Ethereum equivalent. What's that in soul? In soul, uh, I mean, it's hard. Honestly, it's hard to do that math. Um, like on the on the spot, I think it's like thirty soul or something. I mean, we we can okay, do okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. So then, hmm, yeah. So yeah, then I'm definitely probably a buyer at fifty. Probably comes out the gate at like sixty. So you'd be a buyer at fifty, and and you'd be thinking that you're going to see appreciation from there. Um, pro maybe not in the short term. I'm definitely probably a buyer in like the forty range. I think. Uh, yeah, so they're saying it's like 15 soul or something like yeah, that. Yeah, 13 to 14 soul, 0.33 ETH, you know, 375 dust, all so these different profit takers at like, yeah, so if the if it's down there, you know, I don't know, you'd think some people would just be happy with a 2X, um, but I'm sure a lot of people are also really bullish on Utes. So, yeah, I mean, I could see these things 
I definitely want one. If I don't get on this thing, I'm, I'll buy one for sure. Yeah, I mean, people have seen D gods appreciate from like literally a hundred U.S. dollars to like you know ten thousand dollars, right? So it it was one of those. It's the Solana equivalent um, of like a board API club. Totally. Not quite at that level yet, but that's what they're looking to drive it to. It's a uh, look. It makes you want to hold the thing, right? Like by and large in the NFT space, selling into hype pumps has been the way to go. Unless it was Board Ape Yacht Club, that's basically the only exception. I think that you know, there's a few other exceptions like Fidenzas by Tyler Hobbs and things like that. Very, very few. We're talking about one, two, three projects out of tens totally. of thousands of projects. But this one does. It makes you want to do that. It's just hard to like to the play here yeah. would probably be like if you don't get to mint one in a bear market, the play is probably as hard as it is to just not touch the thing for about two months and you'll get it at 30 soul or 25 soul. And then you get in on it. Just like what happened to mutants. Like mutants came out the gate at 2.5, went all the way up to 10, right? And then like slowly crept down to like the three range. Cause like people can't have just like, this is going to be the big event, right? There's not going to be another big event that like creates a catalyst or a big news thing, probably for like two months, right? Two to three months. So like that's, I'd be patient is what I'm saying in a bear market. If I'm not able to mint this, I mean, there may be some flips and stuff like that to be had, but I think if you're just coming in at a 60 soul buy out the gate, like <clears throat> you may be top buying on like a three month horizon. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's something it's something to think about. And thank you for pointing out that you could see my discord, all of our uh, technology for streaming decided after a calendar year of working perfectly that it all wanted to break at the same time. So I was really, I'm really happy about that. And it's something I've been dealing with for over a week at this point It's really great when stuff unexplainably breaks out of the blue when you've been using it for a year and you did nothing different. Um, all right. So anyway, Utes, Ute. It's uh, it's one of the it's one of the stories, and when you look at you know the usual sp suspects on and of course on OpenSea, <laughs> you know what comes up when I pull up OpenSea, baby. <laughs> Fucking you, rugger, dude. You already know. Anyway, um, you you look at the top projects Ooh, on sixty nine forty two. Look at the top five. This is such a problem. It's such a problem. Look at that. Board API Club, Other Deed, Board Ape Kennel Club, and Mutant API Club are. Four out of the top five projects. This is a joke that this Lady Ape Club basically scam has been wash traded left and right to be number six. It's been in the top ten for like a week and a half. Yeah, it, people are calling it the the tornado cash alternative. I think is <laughs> is the word on the stream. It's just insane that that's where we're at in the NFT space. Is that on the number one NFT? platform to buy and sell nfts you have something that we know is like this is not legit i don't care what you say i don't care if you're a holder i don't care anything it's got to be a scam or like a wash trade or a rug or something like that and it's persisted in the top 10 like persisted you know what i mean then you got Moonbirds by Kevin Rose. That's a legit project. You got Potatoes by the Nine Gag team. You got the Sandbox. You got 10KTF. And this Lady Ape Club has just persisted. Genuine Undead, I'm going to give a pass to because Genuine Undead is like, you know, just an art project. It's not like necessarily a rug pull, although I do anticipate long term it will go to zero. And that's not me throwing shade. That's me understanding the reality of, um, you know, NFTs. But yeah, I mean, like, 
OpenSea doesn't have a staff of people that are in charge of removing like rug pull projects. You know, even though OpenSea probably makes $60,000 of profit a day or like however much, like how much revenue does OpenSea really make, right? Every transaction, they get two and a half percent. Every sale, they get two and a half percent. They must make six figures of revenue every day, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Dude, scroll down to number 24. I'm feeling good. <sighs> I have mental problems because my first thing is, is like, I should have bought more sure. instead of being happy that I bought any. What did you but buy I got, at? I got three. So I bought two at 1.2 and then I threw in an offer at 1.05 and hit that. So my average cost wow. is like 1.14 and these are cooking now. Woof. And you're going to hold. Wow. So wait, the floor is like, it's a thin floor. It's almost two. Yeah, it's close to two. I first saw this. I got really. I'm. I got really. I saw this at zero point eight, and uh, I, I my hot wallet is having issues right now. Uh, so like, I was trying to buy it on my laptop at the ledger, and it just wasn't working. That's a big pain. Um, I got really bothered by this one because I was cleaning my apartment, and then all of a sudden, my ninja alerts on my phone just kept going off, and everybody was buying this. So I'd never heard of the project. Nobody's ever heard of the project, right? Then yeah. all of a sudden, everybody's buying it that I follow, including notable like influencer types. Oh, and everyone I, was in at like the zero point five to one range. It was point six that I saw everybody buying at, and yeah. it's just like for me to just drop everything and go and deploy a thousand dollars blind because everyone else is doing it it just kind of bothered <laughs> that's bull market me. vibes dude in a bull market you would have ran to the computer You'd been I like, <laughs> yeah I, I guess but it's just like weird like and and these pumps could they they had I been mean, so these went all the way up to two yeah these went all the way up to two then all the way back down to 0 0.8 i got it at like 1.2 just because like the guy behind this is legit and that's why my my thesis right now even though i've done gone against it I mean, you got to change your thesis, right? But like my thesis going forward is like, I'm only throwing my money in on new stuff. Right. I'm only throwing my money in on new stuff. Like just look at like the, like look at potatoes, dude, 1.1, right? Like that's still legit. You had plenty of opportunity to get potatoes uh, around like the 0.6 range. Yeah. Um, and you did at that time. Yeah, I didn't, not too hard, but yeah, like crypto dick butts from two to 3.5. There's been some plays where you're just like, these are good plays, right? Yeah. And, but it's all the new plays, right? All like crypto dick bucks, obviously an, an exception, but like, you know, Rare Pepe went all the way up to one from whatever. It's still at 0 0.34. You could have gotten it for three days at a good price. But like, my point being is just that like, it's, it's going to be the new projects that pump. It's going to be the new projects. It's new narratives, new interesting things. That's where the money is going to flow. And so if I'm actually trying to make money on this, I need to like sit on my hands and a couple times a month in this bear market, I should be like getting in on promising new plays like early on. That's, that's the move. Yeah. The only thing is, is that you have to be glued to your computer to be able to get access to these things. It's just kind of I, it, it's hard. It's just hard. Like it's bull. Well, you just got to like signal to noise. You got to be like, okay, like just mentally, I don't care about anything on this chart unless it's like brand new and just do that scan. Like, you know, a, a couple times. Um, but like, yeah, that, that's my thesis going forward. Like I have, I, I accumulated some blue chips, whatever you want to call them in this like bear market. Um, but like, 
I think if we go into bull market, those can pump, but it's going to be the, all the new stuff that pumps harder. That's just how the game's going to work. These and things so, have been persisting. They, yeah, they actually have. It, what's up with that? Yeah, Pudgy Penguins, dude, they just always have had like a super strong community, even like in the darkest of days when the project was getting sold. Um, like there's always been people that just like love it. I mean, it's cool art, dude. It's fun. Like people like it and it, it's cute. Um, so yeah i mean and i think like the new uh owner is actually like trying and doing things so that's really cool too but yeah it's isn't it funny in like the bear market you see you can see how there's like tight tight-knit communities can still rise right uh because at the end of the game what uh, at the end of the day what's the game the game is is like diamond hands that's what it is and like diamond hands can still work in a bear market you know depends on what you buy but yeah absolutely. totally you want to get in with diamond hands you know that's why um uh like like the digi play right when you see all those smart people buying in and it's just like okay like these people are you know probably holders on a good project like i'll hold with them let's take this to three <laughs> that's how it goes sometimes so i wanted to ask you too like so you're the ceo of a crypto gaming business yeah. uh crypto raiders on yep. polygon what is the current state of affairs of crypto gaming like what 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 is the story of that right now has play to earn is it proven to not be a sustainable model is it is it the first iteration of crypto gaming that just went extinct and now we move on to something else like what is the story of the crypto gaming space right now yeah totally i mean i think it's 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 evolving i think the one thing that like just literally building a game for the past year of my life that I've realized is that like game development is, is really hard. Right. Mm -hmm. And it, it's not just hard, like building the game, but the more important part is like that you need to build a game. That's like actually fun. Right. Mm -hmm. And yep. I think one of the problems, what we've, what we saw in this first cycle, uh, and we even made the comparisons ourselves with crypto Raiders, like we, with crypto Raiders, we're like, Oh, we want to be the runescape of web three gaming right right and, or you hear oh this game's gonna be the pokemon of web three gaming uh the fact of the matter is people don't want to play things that are like something they played 20 years ago that's not new and exciting right and when sure. you look in the actual gaming space like the new games that are coming out the new indie hit game so one of them is called v rising right and it's basically like an action rpg kind of like a diablo right game mixed with like a base building game where you're like building a base and defending a base right and a, a new game cold of the lamb just came out similar kind of vibe super popular so i think that um like the web3 gaming space like it's going to go in cycles and it takes longer to like evolve because of things like development but like one of the reasons why i'm bullish on uh this digi product is is the guy gabriel that's the ceo of limit break the company behind this um it, it ran a free-to-play game studio with some really big hits from like 2008 to 2020 and he's going all in on web3 but he's he's just saying like simple questions like here's the thing with play play to earn right like who are the buyers right who are the buyers like you have to make a game where people are willing to continually buy more put more money into the game right where is the, the liquidity yeah, exactly. Where does the liquidity come from? Play to earn. You're earning tokens. Well, where's the liquidity for those tokens? What gives the to those exactly. tokens value? It, it basically, what he said is play to earn is really like pay to sell, 
right? Which is basically you're paying money to be able to sell to like other people. That's what you're you, doing you, in a player well, you, game. You mean like, play to sell? You're no, you're paying for an NFT so that then you can hopefully like sell stuff to like another gamer down the road. You're almost like buying a pass to be able to like <laughs> sell to other, you know, people. And it just like it just shows that like then who are the buyers of like whatever you're trying to sell? The the thing is is like like play to like earn gaming, like it only it's only going to work if people go and they keep spending money you need net spenders right and that comes down to like what kind of games have net spenders right and they're usually games that are really fun to play right and and like the, there's so many models that have worked in the traditional gaming uh you know space and i'm not an expert you know that but I, my understanding is like you know they had free to play games where you buy in-game assets and those end up making more money than the games that you have to actually buy to play right like pay to play yeah like I, I just went to an arcade the other day and I literally dropped like 50 bucks on like the kids equivalent of like a slot machine where these like it's like this ice game. The balls bounce down and you're trying to get combos and stuff like that. It was just it's just fun to play. You know, what I mean, it has great game loops, right? Dude, no mode. Look at this guy. CEO vibes. Cracking a can open with the boys, you know? Let's go. Death, let's go. I thought it might have been a four loco, but I know no doesn't drink. I thought he might be getting wild here on a Friday. Straight up liquid death. That's how close I get, man, right there. Canned water. Um, <laughs> Nodes in the building with the mustache. Look at Nodes. that mustache, dude. dude Easy's I, got a good one. Is it I mustache like, season? I was like, dude, if, if, if it's just Pio and Kicks, let me on. Let me on. I was begging Pio. Get here me I in am, here. Dude. Get me in with the boys. Let's play some StarCraft 2. I'm ready. Well, <laughs> no. <I'm> so down. <laughs> Node, we're talking about crypto gaming. I wanted to get a little moratorium or, or whatever the term is, uh, post-mortem on crypto gaming play to earn from the CEO of a notable crypto game, a top 50 crypto game. And, and uh, you know, I don't know if you have any context on this. We can also talk about something else now that the Node Master's here. But I mean, look, what we covered so far, you were watching the show, is we were covering like the state of affairs in NFT when you'd look at the top five Four out of the top five projects in terms of volume in the past 24 hours are Board Ape Yacht Club ecosystem, which is terrifying. It's, I mean, imagine, dude, imagine if those guys dude, were never... to play the Empire from Star Wars, like Literally. soundtrack. Da, 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 like, what if those guys were just like they had amazing genes and they were pro athletes instead? They were all just pro hockey players. Where would the NFT space be if those guys <laughs> didn't make Board Ape Yacht Club? If they were just pro hockey players instead? It's crazy. So they're literally propping up the whole damn space on their back. It's insane. Um, and then we got like some some straight up rugs in the top ten. One of which has been persisting in the top ten of OpenSea for like two weeks. Now we're talking about crypto games. Look, no, the floor is yours. What's going? on oh okay well have you guys seen uh 6529's latest uh thread what no what's you should, he talking you should, about uh, pull it up if you get a chance so he 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 said like hey normally right about now is the time that i would do a podcast and start a podcast but instead he's legit trying to put together uh it's like an entire university it's like a free course that he's doing in tandem with this university uh, and I just signed up. It's free to mint. You mint an NFT to get access to this course. It doesn't start until October 3rd. Um, but it, but dude, I mean, he's bringing in all the big guns. So yeah, this is the thread. 
and he's bringing in, I mean, you name it. He's got, he's got Beeple. He's got Kevin Rose. Uh, he's got, I mean, basically every type of uh, aspect of the market. He's got Beeple. You know, it's like all sorts of people that they're bringing in in tandem with this, uh, with this uh, it's like a college or some kind of university that they're doing and they're putting the whole thing on chain. So I'm excited about this. He's, I mean, he's, you know, his goal is to educate the masses. And so this is, I think this is an interesting thing that he's putting together and yeah, you can join via free mint. I just, I just got mine. Are these, are these NFTs going to be worth money? Are they fine no. or are they unlimited? No, it's unlimited free mint. So it's not, it's not about the NFT, right? It's about, uh, the NFT, you got to register, you got to claim the, claim the NFT, uh, it's free plus gas. And then you get, you know, you, that's like your enrollment, your ticket into the course, but the whole thing's just free. But if you keep scrolling down, I mean, you look at, uh, you look at all the different artists. I mean, he's got, I think he's got drift. That's going to speak. He's got Claire silver. That's going to speak. He's got Bology That's going to speak. Tyler Hobbs, big Dimitri Cherniak, Snowfro. Like, look at all these people that are going to be That's part awesome. of this course. I think it's going to be great. I'm super excited about it. Kicks, what do you think? I'm all in, dude. I'm going to use all my different uh, alternate personalities, get 15 of these, just in case these are worth something <laughs> just, someday. Just, just so you can, yeah, enroll in the course from in 15 different uh, wallets, you know. Just, yeah, it is. It's a free airdrop, an open edition, dude. We know how well those when they do, launch right? their to university knowledge token or whatever, like you know, people that were there, season one. Oh, you airdrop. Yeah, I'm just saying. You, you never know. That's not a bad, I, not a bad idea. Not a bad right? idea. They got Chris Dixon. I mean, he's big time. So that's that's. I think it's gonna be super cool. I'm really excited for it. But I think I think again, I think it's October third um, that that it actually starts. So. Maybe we'll actually all start learning something like, you know, from the ground up and get some kind of cohesive learning together. So, yeah. And, and I love that it's like, you know, solving on on chain problems or like the topics is going to be about like doing like interesting things like like on chain, because I, I was just thinking about it like the other day, like talking about like just crypto gaming and some of the discussions like I've been having uh, with like different people, which is that like a lot of companies in crypto game are like, we're going mass market, right? When is it like, are, are we maybe a little too early for mass market, right? Is mainstream crypto gaming actually five to seven years away from now? If that's the truth, then really people in I Web3 you, should be uh... building games for the existing crypto market and building like cool experiences for that. Like, you know, Wolf Game was really simple at its foundation, but people love that, man. That was the hype. I, I've been thinking, like, what if, like, a Wolf game with just a little bit more decision-making, like, drops, you know, two weeks like, from now? People would be like all Pixel over Vault, it. you know what I mean? Like, Pixel Vault. Exactly. There you, there you yeah, go. exactly. exactly. <laughs> like, Pixel Vault, they always, they always try and... I mean, I feel so bad. Here we go again, dude. Let's bring them in. It's like, it's like they, 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 they... All the people that come out of the woodwork start saying, it's like Disney, you know? Like, they've got different divisions. I'm like, no, it's not like Disney. Disney did not start out buying ESPN and Marvel. They did not start out that way, right? Like they expanded and it was all via acquisitions of like very successful IP. Uh, so I think, yeah, they're, they're in trouble. I hope it's not five to seven years out kicks. Otherwise you're going to need to raise like a hundred mil skis. You know what I mean? You got to go out and go, go well, raise well, some big money. Well, the, the point being is that maybe uh, NFT gaming grows in a big way in the overarching crypto community, but that like going NFT gaming straight to normies, you know, when like a lot of normies aren't even in crypto yet, maybe like 
aggressive, right? And I mean, there's ways that you can do it where you can make like the NFT, like, like where you're not having to sign up to MetaMask basically, right? Where you can make it like really like easy and streamlined, but it's just something that we've been thinking about because I mean, there's, there's a lot of gamers in crypto, right? That if there was a good enough game that was like crypto NFT themed, right? But it was like built for crypto people could be very, very successful. Um, yeah, oh, for sure. I mean, you're looking at a game right here, dude. You know, two weeks in. Dude, dude StarCraft 2, I'm, like I'm actually in. installing it right now. I'm not even joking around with <laughs> dude, I'm so stoked. I've gotten so many people to, to, to download this again. It's fantastic. But I agree with you, man. I mean, I mean this kind of goes along the same lines of just complexity in general, right? Like, I, I just made a decision the other day. Everyone's been talking about 10KTF. This whole show, you know, I mean, like, P.O. goes about every, you know, he goes about 48 hours before he has to say the word. And, like, uh, I... Like I almost just started buying all sorts of stuff in that ecosystem. And then I was like, you know what? I'm never going to keep up with this. And I just, it's just too much for me to care. So I just, I've like made a conscious decision to say like, I'm just going to stick with simple stuff. Cause I'm just a simple guy. I'm going to go buy art and maybe like historical stuff. And then if something new comes out that just is blowing <coughs> my mind, I'll do that. But yeah. uh, the, when it gets too complex, I mean, you, you've seen what's happened even within this space with, with uh, you know, PV and all the other guys that are that just try and keep doing other things. So I don't know. I know everybody loves 10 KTF. I want to, but I'm just like, I don't know. I, I I'm not into it. And I think there's just too much going on. So I, I, I definitely love the simplicity uh, vibes for sure. Yeah, I get that. One thing I want to talk about is I was talking to somebody that comes from the comic book world and they were really, really deep in that for a long time. And they said that there was a moment with Marvel specifically there, like, you know, when you look at like the comic book industry and the comic book market, as you can imagine, over decades, over probably close to a century at this point, uh, you're going to have ebbs and flows in the market and you're going to have really bright times and you're going to have really dark times, right? And in yep. one of the really dark times, Marvel was just doubling and tripling down on making com comics that were essentially for people that were already super fans, already like addicts to comic books, but were so deep in the rabbit hole and so esoteric that uh, you know, new people just flat out were not coming into the space. And that went too niche. They went too niche. And that's exactly where we're at with NFTs right now. That's exactly where we're at. No one new is coming into the NFT space right now because of that, right? And so what it takes is it takes actually like a mainstream relaunch. So I love to see stuff like this from 6529. And when you hear NFT people talking about onboarding normies and doing things for the mainstream, that should immediately make you feel really, really good. It should not make you feel weird at all because unless you onboard more people and the space doesn't grow and if the space doesn't grow, then it eventually dies. And I don't think that the space is going to eventually die. I know that the space is going to grow and I just think that this is where we're kind of like we stepped in a ditch and we're at that like local bottom or we're approaching a local bottom and we're going to come up and it's going to take time, but it's going to take effort from people like 6529 uh, and anybody else that's doing things to onboard new people. I mean, in a way, you could make a case that we are contributing to onboarding new people in the sense that we make content covering Us. the space. No, but you know what I mean? Like we make no, content. No, 100%. 
yeah, we make content covering the space and people need content. And like when you listen to Bitcoiners, like everybody knows I always talk about Bitcoin and Bitcoiners, but they talk about being a Bitcoiner in like 2013 or 2014 or, or before that. And there wasn't anybody making content on YouTube about Bitcoin. It was so niche that people literally felt like they were crazy. So people like us, people like NFT Now, people like Farouk, you know, all the people that are actually consistently making content in the space and hopefully making it relatively digestible. I realized we can go in kind of rabbit holes so we can talk about you know deep cut shit that only nft enthusiasts and nft experts can appreciate but at the same time we're making content nonetheless and look if some of these celebrities and stuff would play ball and come on the shows to not just shill bullshit maybe we could get some celebrities coming on and having their uh fan bases on board nft people or, or new people to nfts too so i agree with you eat this money 100 percent. let's go <laughs> Someone said, if I could get he on... He was not paying attention. That's why, that's why he didn't get mad at me for that that's... comment. I snuck it in there, dude. That's good. <laughs> dude, I, I, I was thinking... Um, I was just looking up like Steppen. Because like, at one point in time, Steppen said that they had 3 million users. Yeah, right. Um, maybe yeah, right. Did, wallet. They had... All I know is I was reading... I mean, I, I, never, I never went to the source. But I, stuff that I read, they were making more money than MetaMask was for a little bit there. Is yeah. were some of the, like, the stats. No, it was crazy. The <laughs> amount of people... Look, I've got... There is like insane... There was an insane amount of people that were playing that were, that were stepping. You know what I mean? Like, I've got a little well, Discord here in Utah. And like, I had to create another channel and thread just for everybody that wanted to talk about stepping. Like, and, and it, it was, it was such an easy way to onboard people because they just could do everything in the app, dude. That's the thing is in they there, it was all about their onboarding process because Depeche, you'll know more about this than me, but like, I heard basically like you could just send the like Solana straight into their app from like e wallets that were easy for normies to buy like Solana on. So they would just send it right into the app. And then at that point in time, they're just in the app for the whole experience. Yeah, they never had to leave the app, right? And and some people like near as time went on, people started saying like, "Wait, how do I get my money out of this thing?" You know what I mean? <laughs> they were like, "Wait, how do we how do we withdraw?" you know? Like Sorry, we so staked that's, that's all of that of ether. Good, we staked all that ether. Ponzi right there, dude. Like they had it it was all within the app. They were like buying new shoes, making improvements, you know? Like everybody's bragging about how they made 50 bucks like on the walk today and uh uh, but then, yeah, near the end, they started being like, wait, how do I, how do I pull this out? How do I actually cash out? I think I need to, you know? Yeah. Uh, but it, but dude, they, I, I think the next super successful thing is going to be very similar to Steppen. that it'll just be more sustainable. Totally. Hopefully it's yeah. Less Ponzi ish and more, I don't know what it is, but if you can just get it all in one little app and it's not hard to use, man, imagine what, it, you know, what we can do. It's something to think about. Note any closing thoughts about anything before we wrap? Uh, no, I'll just say like yesterday I told you my moves and nobody accepted my offers. So I did them again. So I offered, <laughs> I just found another clone X that I liked, put in a, put in an offer. I uh, found another Meridian that I liked, put in an offer, found another memories of Chile and put in an offer. So I'm just going to do that. Keep dripping it daily and then hopefully snag one, uh, around floor price. You know, that's, that's my goal. Uh, a, a beautiful looking one for around floor price. That's all I'm up to. You have been making me want to buy a fine art piece so bad. You and DC investor and all the whales. Seriously. And it's doing like, my duty, man. Yeah. This is, we're pushing <sighs> forward the cause. 
the problem is that like someone made the joke on the show yesterday in the comments they were like oh that's cool no doesn't need this money for 10 years it's, it's just like it's just true a little bit i i understand that some of these might run in the short term but i'm not like really like i just did i was talking about it yesterday i put 5k into the series a of a, of a startup it was the first time that i ever did that as like a you know a, a, an investor in a startup like that and it was a bitcoin startup so i'm like excited about it and i'm happy about it blah blah it was one that i already knew it's fucking badass it's so cool but that 5k is tied up right and it's not like i need five grand right now i put the minimum amount if in. you ever need five grand you can't just pull it out of that oh you you certainly cannot you know and and like there's more liquidity on something like this but like you know i, I don't know man uh, it's tough for me to to do it but i know in a few years i'm gonna look back and be like damn i should have bought some of that generative art or something yeah, i wasn't buy any i would probably buy like a fidenza so if you want to if you want to go oh, in you're just gonna go big people. time you're just gonna go big time dude well just i'm just thinking, like, is a meridian really gonna figures. make it or is it gonna be the fidenza that makes it you know? Well, the Fidenza's already made it. You know what I mean? Like, it, it, that's, it the, that's the challenge. Yeah, <laughs> make it make it even harder. <laughs> yeah. yeah, for sure. The cheapest like, for, more yeah, games. <laughs> the cheapest Fidenza, you could buy that, or you could put down a down payment on two different lake houses. You can buy one Fidenza, or you could put down a down payment on two different lake houses. You know, kind of crazy. The Fidenza, I don't have to pay a mortgage on. That's true. That's true. The, and, and then the Fidenza pays all your mortgages in a few years, right? Exactly. That's, that's how it so works, man. It outlives you. You know what I mean? This is a legacy piece. You hand that down to your kids, right? It's, this yeah. is, this you is say forever. you sell that Fidenza. <laughs> We're done. Diamonds for the next. <laughs> Diamonds can get lost and destroyed. You know what I mean? But NFTs are forever. This thing, this thing could go yeah, on you, for generations. You, you lose that secret phrase, you're done, boy. <laughs> no, how come you didn't buy a Fidenza? How come you didn't Dude, Fidenza, I because dude i like by the time oh, I, I meant a ringer him, when i said Fidenza, i meant a ringer i think i would get a now ringer we're talking. i love my ringer yes i well here's the thing i didn't discover the la fidenza until like they were 20 plus eth and they were just rocketing upwards and like, i kind of thought that. Hey, like how's that not going to be worth a million dollars this, this, this guy this right is, here this one it's mm. perfect that this is the floor ringer look i like that's a million dollars in 10 years mark there you my go, words dude. and people are going to get so mad that's how you know it's going to work dude people are going to look at that and get so mad that it's worth you know 100 eth and they're just going to be so pissed and i like, like i like ringers i like cherniak it's appropriate that this is the cheapest ringer this ringer sucks. I'll come you know what I'm gonna do? I'm just I'm gonna frame it and I'm just gonna tell people it's animated when they ask about it, and they're just gonna sit there for like 10 minutes, like waiting for it to move. <laughs> the hard thing with ringers is like the, the collection initially was made to like make you wanna own like several in a set. And just like, but now it's out of everybody's price range. So they can't buy, you know, they look amazing when you put three or four together. Cause it's like, it's fun. It's cool. But like one on its own, especially that last one, man, a little, I, you know, not, not the most exciting piece out there. Uh, that's for sure. Yeah. But look at this one. This one's this one sick. I like this one, dude. Yeah. This one looks good. That's man. a, that's $5 million in 10 years. Mark my words. Yeah. Five X dude. It's 5X listed at floor. It's listed at $562,000 right now. Yeah, look how thin that floor is, man. Super thin. It always is though, you know. Like you got to you got to you just got to scoop about 10 pieces and you can double the floor overnight, so. One sold for 74 grand 4 days ago. Previous sale. I mean, look, you can't complain. There looks to be at double digit sales every month, including a well like Cosmo de Medici bought the duck 
This is the duck? No, this is not the duck, right? No, I, I, there, there's a goose, and he did not. The, the, goose. the goose is tied up with uh, 3AC. They how much? Ooh. How much did this that one go for? That one went for 168k. Oh, oh that's just a, under that's 100. a deal. Are you kidding me? Cosimo, the, the, man. The, this is the this is what's great. Like, still people say, okay, you know, NFTs are illiquid. But dude, you look at it, a set anywhere else in the regular art world, they're not selling like this. They're not selling this often, and and in a wide open, transparent marketplace, which gives me a little bit more confidence longer term. Uh, because, like, dude, in the traditional art world, people like. You know, a piece might, a collection might go months without selling, right? And, and half the time, it's some broker that's telling you why it's worth what it's worth. And here, we just, it's all right here. So there's, there's all, a purity to this, dude. Just a total, oh, total purity. Complete purity. We haven't even gotten the proper development on the software front to give us crazy historical analysis. What is going to be the one? You know, if, if you all were just a guess, regardless of price, like what is the one collection that's going to be the one? Fidenza. Yeah, you probably got to go. You probably got to go Fidenza just because they, they look so awesome. Uh, but, you know, Ringers, like, really I, I feel one. like Ringers and Fidenzas, those two have already separated themselves from the pack, right? So they're, they're you know, we can we can have more than one winner. There's, you know, oh, there's a hummingbird out my window. Sorry, squirrel. You know, let's well, go. Beautiful. <laughs> this one. Our this type, see, that really just looks good. like an Amazon warehouse to me. It does. It does. Yeah. I'm a big fan of this uh, one. I like Archetype, but I don't love it. I'm with you, Kix. Like, I didn't buy one early on. I didn't really quite, like, fall in love with it. But I, th I think they look solid. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. They, these that, things do look better the higher the price is. They do, right? Yeah. And we, were, we were talking about this yesterday on the show. You look, at, you look at the GM Dow stuff. I mean, Factura is fully inspired by this. Almost every one of their drops is fully inspired by Art Block stuff. Yeah, so like Node pointed that out. I didn't know that. And I, I didn't know how egregious it was where each individual one is influenced by an art block. So if anything, I think it drives more value to the art blocks. Like I'm not real I'm not interested in buying the kind of inspired by, you know what I mean? Like I'm more I'm just interested in the art blocks. At least the art blocks are original. Yeah, like, for sure. What art block, like, what can we point to in the traditional art world that any art block is inspired by? Do you know, like, you can make a case that Ringers is inspired by Mondrian, like, but it, it's, it is, but it, it isn't, you know what I mean? And like Fidenza, what are you going to say? It's inspired by Pollock. It is, but like, it isn't, you know? And the good Fidenzas just go absolutely crazy. Like this one, the black and white Fidenzas are crazy. Like uh, I spoke to this guy, Michael Tant, who owns several Fidenzas probably over a year ago on YouTube. It was last summer. And he was saying that like, when you look at Fidenza, he's like, that's like what a billionaire guy is going to have on his wall in like 20 years, you know? And I was like, yeah, I can totally see that. You can see it, man. Uh, well, we got a little fine art here with Node. Uh, thanks for for popping on and joining us last minute, Node. Ladies and gentlemen, make sure you follow Node on Twitter. We'll look out for the Node Mode podcast. Shout out to our sponsor, FTX. You can sign up at thenifty.com slash FTX or with the code thenifty on your FTX mobile app. We're doing the YouTube podcast four to five days a week. Easy dropped his own channel. We got Node running his own podcast. YouTube, the Twitter show is going well. We're doing YouTube shorts. Man, the content is cooking, man, and we're just getting started. Me and Luke are literally about to make an official Instagram for the Nifty. About to be popping the funk off. Thanks for watching. Catch you guys next time. We're going to keep it going. Someone I'm going to be on Node Mode one day. 
Once I get my genitive Any, art career. Anytime, together. dude. Anytime. You're always welcome, Kicks. Always welcome. That's what I'm talking about. Someone said much better without Nick. You know that's not true, man. Nick is <laughs> Nick's a legend. You know that's I not true. I thought you were gonna say the opposite, but hey, like we'll wait, we'll wait till we go off screen to start saying what we really <laughs> think. You know what I mean? Let's go. No, come on, man. Nick's an absolute legend. And then somebody Who's said, <laughs> and somebody said, yo, you three on screen want to invest in my Web3 business. Nah, I'm good. Nah, nah I'm just kidding. Nah, man. We're supporting Web3 businesses. You got to put me down for 5K. Just kidding. All right. See you guys later. Catch you next time.